With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Dude, that is the one thing that's so funny to me about LA is the sheer amount of... Um times i've driven past someone with the hood of their car open and like just fire emitting from the battery and they're just like whacking it with their shirt yeah and the whole freeway is just fucking just prowling by yeah they don't 20 miles an hour yeah they don't really just, give a shit uh, they're like okay bye i can't stop luck, I, brother. Yeah, I, I have i've been in uh, traffic for four hours i can't stop <laughs> now i'm going to pink's hot dogs Oh uh, yeah, I love it. It's such a great spot. Yeah, I've been in the city for a while. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm an LA native by this point. <laughs> you know, it's hard to make friends, um, but you know, you, you you find your way. You'll find your way. It'll be fine. Don't worry. I'm I'm liking it. I found uh, I found a bar in Burbank. They allow cats and board games. So <laughs> that's that's been pretty cool. That's been kind of my jam. Uh, the city's been a little bit more expensive, so I moved all the way out to uh, Riverside. But you know, I work in West Hollywood, and it's okay. The drive's only like four hours a day. It's like it's easy. And that's just there. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it easy. People complain about the drive. I don't really understand. You know, you just throw on a podcast or two or four or six, and uh, you know, you're just there and back. <laughs> yeah. You watch a, f- a season of your favorite show to work, and then another season, or you rewatch the season, <laughs> so you remember what happened on the way back home, which is really fun. <laughs> Bingo. My name is Stretch. This is the last time you mess with Stretch. Ah! And fade. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, welcome Ah! to the most psychedelic, the most luxurious, the most tantalizing audio-visual experience. I actually... I, I take that back. Dun, Shout out Sean Gardini. Dun, dun, dun. I'm not taking. Uh, I'm not taking away from their show. Um, but welcome everyone to Stretch and Fade. Uh, I'm here with none other than uh, the person that really. Any, I think this whole podcast really is just a way to listen to you, Hunter. If I'm being real. No, no, no. I am your perpetual guest. I think that this is the Noel hour, and I'm here, and I just like. I'm just the rude guest that talks over too much. Is what I. Would no, say. dude. No, all our dude. The clips that bang are is you. So I think this is you. That's just because I'm tapped into the youth, dude. You are I'm a, actually. I'm, I'm a young buck. I ask really the hard hitting questions. I want you know what? Let's start it off with this, dude. Let's try to make a fucking clickable moment with you. And you have okay. to give somebody a nice give give us a nice question that we could bait somebody like at the beginning of a fucking TikTok. You know, like Did, we had the one that was like, okay. Would you suck a dick for a million dollars? Give me one of them. I got it. Okay. You want to know the dark secret about the grimace shake? What is that? I didn't think this far. You just wanted me to come up with a question. I think that what I think that they do is I think that what they're going to do is they take purple pens and they blend them up into a fucking blender and they take all the ink, but it's like microplastics, extreme microplastics. Mm. And, uh, and that's what's the color of the dye. And that's how, so people are, I bet you, I bet you three people get cancer just out of the Grimace shake. That's what I have to say. Just from the microplastic. 
too much microplastics in the Grimace shake. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, uh, you know, everyone thinks the Grimace shake is a fun meme, you know? Ha <laughs> mm-hmm. ha. I'm going to try the Grimace shake and waste it. It actually has, uh, like, FDA illegal, um, like, uh, ingredients in there. I think it causes, um, like, gangrene and, uh, for some people, vitiligo. So all the people that are just dumping the shake on their face, you know, you're shaking, you're putting the Grimace spunk all over your face. mm as though it's the money shot. Well, congratulations. You're about See, to have a skin I, disease. If I, if I had my way, right, if I could make another... I've already made a Grimace cartoon, all yeah. right? I've already done it. Yeah, Been there, wait, done wait. that. Finish what you're saying, but keep that dietary stat up. That was insane. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the dietary stat can stay down. Uh, the... My <laughs> God. That is not a healthy meal. I mean, what are we expecting here? I tell you what, though. If, I, if I'm ever in a fucking swim meet, I'm going to be sure. <laughs> no, to get no, up. no. This bit just ends, Hunter, and you're just like, my God. And then you just <laughs> have the Grimace shake in your hand, and you're just tossing it in a trash can. Oh, fuck. If I, had, uh, if I had to make another video with this, I would do this. I would be, I'd have a bunch of Grimaces all in, in these pins, right? And these yeah. guys walk. This guy's walking down the other way. He's just like... Well, it's about milking season time for them grimaces down there. And uh-oh, I think old Betsy at the bottom's getting ready to curdle. And what it is, is they let the grimaces, they get their tits full of fucking big milk all year, right? Probably, I mean, years of milk. And then, and then they celebrate every once in a while, every once in a blue moon on a birthday, they milk them and it's all curdled fucking purple milk. And that's what's the grimace deal. And they, they, they take them up, they fucking put these suction cups right underneath their fucking big tits. And all these, they have like fucking Guatemalan children on the end with like tubes just trying to suck it out like it's fucking gasoline in a car, like siphoning gas. They're like, ah, I don't. And they're like, they're like, don't drink it, you'll get sick. And they're like, oh, I can't, senor. And they're sitting there doing that. And then all of a sudden, this big fucking big fat cat, Ronald McDonald, with his hair slicked back like he's fucking Patrick Bateman in American Psycho, comes back. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, do you not like the Grimace shake? And he's like, oh, senor. My, my taste buds cannot, I can't do it anymore. And he's like, get the sucking! And he sits there and he just watches the guy just suck out this fucking curdled milk, like a big fucking, like six teaspoons of just fucking Grimace yogurt just falls onto the ground. He's like, yeah, you're my little, hey, look at you, you're my little milking boy, aren't you? And he's rubbing his head like that. I'd probably go in that direction. I don't know where it would end. If anything, I bet the Guatemalan children, they'd be like... I'm not going to take this anymore! And they bust down the, the barn door, and all the grimaces run free, and their tits are just huge, and they're milking yeah. themselves just to leave it, because, you know, you're supposed to milk cows because it's painful for them. Yeah. So he's sitting there, and he's like, he, he one of the cows that, you know, they, they triumph over the McDonald's franchise, and the Guatemalan kid, he's like, I'm going to miss you, Betsy. I'm going to miss you. And the grimace is like, I love you, Carlos. Like that. And they hug, and they run free. And that would be, it'd be like a nice run-free, chicken-run kind of ending. Wouldn't that be nice? I think so, man. I think the use of Guatemalans is just wildly progressive as well. I like that. I think that it's. I think that it gives it. Uh, I think it gives it a nice. A, 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 it's just a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> it's inclusive. I like it. I tell you what, though, you can't fault McDonald's for those fries, huh? What What do you mean? It's just good fries. Good also, system. Also, uh, you were like, let's make a little clip for you, and then you proceed to just give us this 
Absolutely. Fuck, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, how about this? Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm actually very happy that I'm like I'm like uh, I'm like Macaulay Culkin and remember Page Master? Remember that? Movie? No, we're not going to talk about Page Master. No, no, no. I want to look at these dietary stats. Bring those back up. Just <laughs> Hunter over here being like, could you imagine if we sucked and fucked Grimace for a bunch of his yogurt and we made milk? I didn't. I said anyway, moving about on. Fucking Grimace. I didn't say anything about fucking Grimace. And right. I said that I I took the story away because I'm like Macaulay Culkin and Page Master. I'm a little storyteller, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I was trying to connect that with. <laughs> and what are you so fucking hyped up? By the time this comes out, the fucking Grimace shake meme is going to be done. So you better make this fucking nice and sweet, dude. You better make this memorable. I just so what want- is this? What the hell is this? Why even put the vitamin D up there if there's none? <laughs> That's what, dude. I'm just- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? We got to be legally sure, required like, to tell you no- that this shit is bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> there's no vitamin D in this. We got to let the people know, bro. All right? Calcium. Yo, it's got calcium. You'd be a That's- fucking trip as if you did the grimace shake with Sunny D to get the vitamin ah, D up. Ah, yeah. That'd be that would be a fucking that'd be a nightmare cocktail, dude. Yeah, that'd be like that. That'd be like that syrup thing. I don't. Well, you haven't seen. Never mind. No one's gonna. No, no one's even gonna know my. No, nah, man. Don't you get vitamin D like just by standing in the sun? Yeah, but huh, us grimace shake enjoyers, we don't really do that too often. But I think I think that's the prescription. You just get a grimace shake, and then you know they want you to like hang out at the bus stop to get your vitamin D. Isn't you know? grimace supposed to be a chicken nugget? Isn't that his whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Grimace is a fucking interesting character, dude. People keep doing these memes online. I keep getting tagged in this. They're like, oh, dude, me, can you better do something on the Grimace shake? Bro, I've already fucking done it. One, hey, already happened. And then two, people, all people have been doing is they just chug the Grimace shake. And people are like, I am literally terrified by this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what the, yeah, you know what's fucking also scary? Why don't you watch any grown man sit in a, like a morbidly obese man sit in a sonic drive-thru? And drink a fucking Route 44 cherry limeade and take down six burgers. That's diabetes. Like, that's the real fear that you're fearing. It's diabetes in action. Why don't you watch that and try to tell me that is some fucking nightmare fuel, dude? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> dude, you know what's also really funny about that? It's mm. all like these, like, young people that are in shape. <laughs> like, they like, they're yeah, like, they're like, oh my God, this is wacky. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Oh, is, how quirky is it that you would like actually it, drink if this? You had, if, you had a big, <laughs> if you had a big fat fatty do it, they'd just be like, wow, so this is how they eat. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Wow, I'm so glad I'm not like this. Isn't yeah. that, yeah, that is really wild, man. If, if you. If you started drinking one of these on camera, you would just be the representative for for, uh, for the thick folks. They'd be like, "Oh, I'd be down." You know what you should do though is what you you'd be a, a even better grimace video is if you had it's like your fat older brother and I can play him right and, then I, and right. you're you're the little boy mm-hmm. you're the you're the young little boy you'd have to shave okay and then I would sit there and the thing would be it'd be like a little POV thing. And is this another things. call me by your name thing? You want like a young boy and you get to be the older brother? That- it is. It's a continuation. I, <laughs> I spread your legs open and I have my way. No, the I, uh, I, I, I kick down the fucking door and yeah. I come in and I'm crazed. And my eyes are fucking, my eyes are like jaundice eyes, except they're purple. And yeah. I'm just like, you got to try this. It's so good. And if somebody's yeah. force feeding you the Grimace shake and it's like a weird infection thing where it's like you're slowly becoming a Grimace. Like, all yeah. my hair is purple. Like, my beard is purple. My hair is fucking purple. And yeah. I'm sitting there, my, my skin's all fucking blotchy, and it's like, it kind of looks like I have eczema, except it's like all purpley and shit. And I'm just like, you gotta try this, dude. It's a real treat. And I'm trying yeah. to force you with that. Now, that would be fucked. 
Yeah. That'd be awesome. Now that would be a fucking, that would be a nice little, that'd be a video I would want to watch. Shit. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> his grimace Guantanamo. <laughs> just just tied up to wooden boards on the back of their head. <laughs> yeah, just sitting there getting poured like high C orange and grimace yeah. shakes. You're just like, yeah. ah! ah! Blindfolded. Help! Help! Where is President Putin? I don't know. Put the towel over his face. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Leave me alone. That's me trying to do a, I don't know if that sounded Russian or not. That's me trying to do Russian. Yeah. Do you think there's that much allegiance with Russian people? Do you think they'd just be like, he's, he's at Walmart? Will they just tell you? He's at Walmart. I don't think they know. Is Walmart even in any countries outside of the United States, or is it just the United States? I know, in the, U- I know in the UK they got Asda, which is like Walmart. <clears throat> Asda. Is it, fancy, yeah. is it nicer than Walmart? Um, I think it's about the same, honestly. But I think the UK and Europe, they generally have better quality on things so yeah probably nicer i would say nicer i see yeah dude i see you know what walmart's got to do they got to step up their game because you know how many people i don't know if this translates to la but in the midwest people think target is fancy for clothes yeah you know what i mean yeah oh bro we're wrong look at that Five hundred fifty thousand associates well okay so those aren't walmart those are just like oh these are just like we're we own this company or whatever yeah. <laughs> back, back, back to the grimace deal. Back Obi's freaking grimace. out. She's clicking around. Oh god! Oh, sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Where's the Walmart again? Oh my god! <laughs> People, people just pull, yo, hey, what if as we were sitting here, she was just pulling up more and more like nutritional <laughs> information about everything you ate today? You're like, yo, what the fuck? It's just like, how did I did you know this? <laughs> how did you know I ate this? <laughs> More than 5,100 retail units, approximately 550,000 associates around the world. Okay. The world. What does associates mean, though, in that grand scheme of things? Just a lot of friends around the world. Yeah, they just have a a nice network of associates. Does Walmart work internationally? Does it? Walmart's retail... 24 24 countries around the world? What? Yo, what foreign countries are Walmart in? Oh, you need cultural, economic, social, and political... Yeah, I, I I just can't I can't imagine rolling up to Spain and there's a fucking Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I because you can't because that's the little known fact too about Spain. You, you can't fly in. You have to sail. Uh, yeah, you have to sail in. There we go. Um, wholesale flip. in India. Oh, okay, wholesale. So it's probably fucking Sam's Club. And has wholly owned, wholly owned operations in Chile, Canada, and South Africa. Can you really say worldwide if you're only on? Really, like one side. Uh, you're, you're, yeah, you're basically covering the globe. At that point, you're, you're on, you're on, you're, you're 360 around the globe. At that point, yo, look at this. Right? Walmart failed in Germany and eventually in the EU due to a variety of factors, including the ability to adapt to German retail market conditions, lack of competitive prices against garment stores. What the? What does that mean? Retail. They probably, market they probably failed the fucking target with the garments. Yeah, they don't have that good swag. You can't. Fucking Tyler Blevins ninja swag probably isn't doing too well in Germany, dude. No, I would say not. I don't, that doesn't, actually, maybe in like Berlin, you know, they go crazy there. But do they go, else. do they go, do they go crazy for esports? Not esports, but I think they're just a very open, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, they're very open. They're just like, oh, Tyler Blevins ninja merch is so dope. This is yeah. pretty swag, yeah. actually, in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Yeah, they're they're uh, <laughs> they're willing to see all all sides of the coin. They're I've also just I've done about four cool. different 
I've done about four different cultural accents, by the way. Also, yeah, no, I'm so, just letting you run it up. I'm just I think up I, I'm I'm showing how how diverse how diverse I am with uh, voice acting, how universally yeah. applicable I can be in these situations. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a shadow. You can just throw me anywhere and I'll fit, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, you just gotta be really strong to throw the shadow. But other than that, I'm a little chameleon, dude. I'm a little pom- I'm a little round pompous chameleon <laughs> slithering around. All right, man. Give me an act give me an accent to do. I was about to say Japanese. Give me an accent and I'll do it. Japanese. You want me to do it? You said Japanese? I said Japanese. Hunter? Did you hear it? Uh, I I think my mic cut it out. Well, I, oh. it's recorded on my end. The fuck? I record. I don't know. I, I think it, my thing cut out. Hello? Sorry. Ollie just went fucking insane. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I think we're okay. Okay. All right. Um, sorry. That threw me off. Do your Japanese right. accent one more time? One more time? It cut out. We. I. I think it just keeps mm. cutting out. I don't know why. What's going on with that? That's weird. Oh. I thought your Japanese uh, impression was you just being uh, quiet and respectful. No, 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 no. It's very loud and abrasive. It's that one that you did. You you were the one who did it, and I kind of just copy yours. No, nah, see, that's the one I learned from you. <laughs> no, because remember we went to Best Buy, and you were like screaming and yelling all those things, and I thought it was a bit distasteful, but I, I've i used that as reference. Oh, no, I was just kind of like, I was trying to recall that joke you told me. You were like a, uh, an African, a Japanese person, mm. and, a, and a, a Mexican person walk into a bar, and you did all of their accents very uh culturally appropriately it was like bang on it was uh you you were like 100 percent accurate with the mm. dialect and everything it was to a t it was each race to a t you did well that. i mean i don't want to oh you know and i appreciate that but i don't want to take credit where credit is due because i you you do it so fluidly and so openly and so unapologetically that that's how i'm able to source these things you know i wouldn't have Personally, I wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't through watching you and watching you as if you're like a father figure and I'm learning from you. I'm a byproduct mm-hmm. of you, you know, especially like how you say Sony and you say PlayStation around your house and you do all these funny faces and stuff. And like, I'm not the person to do it because that's not me, right. but you do it so good. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm just, you know, I learned from the best. Well, yeah, man. I mean, Obi, so help me God. If this is cut. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. We should include Hunter's impersonation of Eddie Murphy that he just did right there. I mean, it is. I mean, he teased it last episode. He made it sound so good. And I don't believe it, but I, the way he just did that right now was fucking. It's true. It was very good. I hope that you keep all of it. <sighs> keep everything. People want the Hunter cut. I think it's true. I see it all the time. People say, stop censoring this man. Let us judge him ourselves. Sure. We might. What if we found out that people love to laugh, Noel? What if we found that out? Yeah, no, that you're right. You're right. Because you know what? I think that you do a good job about this. You know, you've really grounded me as a man, right? Yeah. You've grounded me in the idea that, you know what? Some people, they, will, they won't like what we say. Yeah. Right? You're, you have a good beacon. You have a nice heart, I would say. Actually, legitimately, out of all the people I know in my life, you have a very kind soul, and you're very considerate to others. Well, and that is something that I don't have very well, sure. right? Selfishly and ignorantly. And you bring me back. But I think at the, at the same time, I'm you like the hunch. You should make fun of Japanese people. That's what you want to do. 
I if it, if it calls for it, Noel, and you have to. You do your said classic, you were like Japanese people are I the ones abs- that need to be made fun of the most. Hey, that's what you said to me because you made me say that you were at knife point in your house. And if you feel adamant and that's your creative direction, I will follow you into the fires, my friend. But let me tell you something. Let me. No, I'm, no, no, like, let, I'm like the hunchback. Just, all the Japanese listeners right now, go ahead and message Hunter and say, "I want to see that impression." Absolutely, and I will direct you to the private videos I have on my phone of Noel <laughs> in various in Toronto, where he's at a tech conference. I will tell you all the things you need to know. I will send you anything, and I will be glad to marry. And you, I, you know, I'm like you're Frodo, and I'm Sam, dude. I will follow you to the ends of the earth and cast the ring into the fire myself. But I was going to say I'm like Quasimodo, where I'm the mm. hunchback, dude. I'm the I'm the freak. But you know what? Judge me for who I am, not the characteristics of my features. So let people let people judge the context of my character. And then you know what? If they throw tomatoes at me and people cast me out, then I understand. But let me grow as a man and let me be honest to this to our to our fabulous honest audience who I love. Um, real quick, did did Quasi did Esmeralda ever fall in love with Quasi? No, I I thought I thought some hand action happened in the movie, but it didn't happen. I thought they actually literally put that in the cartoon. He was like, what? And they sat there and she fucking gave him a little like silent jerk one time. She's like, shh, just ring the bells, Quasi. Ring the bells. Like, oh, oh, God. That's a fucking sad. That's a great movie, actually. Yeah. Hunchback. Oh, dude. What a great one. You do you do want Quasimodo to get some pussy by the end of the movie, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's true. You're rooting for it the whole time. No, I mean, yeah, at, you, the, at, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, you know, the fucking, you know, you don't blame Esmeralda for going off with the chisel jaw guy. But at the same time, you're just like, when can our boy get just get his and like get <laughs> he's been fighting so hard this whole time. Does he not deserve love is what I say. Yeah. Yeah, you think, seen that, or go ahead. You think All if right. Quasi, you know, you know how there's this, you know, there's that whole thing on on where people just take a like a picture of a childhood cartoon and they say, "Yo, why he kind of, you know, what if they took like Quasi's why is he head? hot or whatever? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. But they don't okay. say it. They're like, "Yo, why right, he right. kind of like the Riz? The mm-hmm. kids say the Riz these days. Yeah, right. yeah. What if they put Quasi's head, you know?" His his mantis head mm. on a just a generic body, not even a sexualized body. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't work, dude. I think he has a sexual body as it is. He's got those big lumberjack forearms. I right. tell you, the thing what I think people would get excited about, men and women, right? Because mm. if you whichever way you swing, mm. I think they're gonna see those big fucking sausages of those hands. Those they're gonna be like, guess what? Hey, they're gonna hear some dinner bells ring, and they're say, Din- "Hey, dinner is served." Yeah, and who, you who, know who, what, dude? You know yeah. what? Quasi needs, just needs to leave Europe because Quasi <laughs> he would do very well in the South. I was he about would do to extremely say extremely well in the South and the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. That boy's at eight. Yeah, that, like, that boy's at eight. Like, oh my God, look at you! You're beautiful. He's like, we, that's what he says. We, he does that, and the next thing you know, I mean, he's he's doing a little taco tickle every other day of the week, dude, with those <laughs> big, big, gigantic fucking fingers. Dude. You know what? I'm looking at him right now. His hair is lush, man. Dude, he's a good looking guy. This he has some a- fuck teeth. But at the same time, that's that European charm where if he took that over to the States, I think he oh, would do man. well. You could, you could have fuck teeth. You can have like the fucking little like shark jaw. You know oh, what no. I mean? Does, does he have an accent? I forget. Oh. That. Hello. It's like that? Yeah. Oh, I believe both. It sounds like. Let me say, let me say this, man. If Quasi yeah. had like a deep like, how are you? Oh, yeah. right. If he's on like Chris Hemsworth or something. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Oi, oi. Oh man. Kurt, he sound like he sound like one of the Peaky Blinders. Oi. He'd be a nine. Easy. He probably he probably would do pretty well. If he sounded like what's the count's name in that movie? Dra- Drago or something? What is that? Ivan Drago in that fucking No, Rocky. no, no. The no the uh he, it's the guy who's like the priest in the movie. Obi, do you know what I'm talking about? Um Victor what, No, who the fuck is the guy? It's it's the big it's the big like dude who's just like Quasimoto, you will never get any pussy or boy butt ever. Yeah, I think that's actually like a direct quote from the top of the film. I think it's like That's exactly it. Yeah, Disney's just like doing the fucking like Mickey the 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 Mickey Mouse like ear thing that they used to do on Disney XD whatever you're watching Disney XD uh Esmeralda <laughs> Jason Alexander's one of the fucking yeah there you go he's Hugo what's his name Frollo that's his name Frollo that's the guy's name I'm pretty sure Frollo was oh. the guy who's like the old guy he's kind he kind of has like an Alan Rickman vibe to him yeah maybe search Frollo let's see what that guy looks like. He's like the, the lanky... Yeah, this dude. He's the guy who's like, Quasimodo, you're disgusting, and you'll never oh, get any pussy ever. Dude, is what he who, says. But if he, if he sounded like Frollo, he would clean up. Like, he would... That boy yeah. would eat. Yeah. That boy would eat, I'm telling you. Even Frollo's kind of a bit of a sexy little minx, isn't he? Yeah, as evil as he is. Yeah, he's got like a dope hat. <laughs> and he has the best song in the whole movie. You know, what do you do? I'm, man, I'm always impressed with how much you remember films. Don't remember a fucking lick from this film. The biggest thing I remember from this movie is whenever they... It's the cruelest moment of any Disney film. Is they're fucking... They're, they're, they're carrying him around. Because they're like, oh, you got such a big dick, Quasimodo. <laughs> You're a great little bloke. And he's sitting there and he's like, yay! And they take him to that fucking wheel and they start throwing tomatoes at him and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the saddest moment of yeah. any... It's, it's probably... It's, I would say it's arguably more sad than when uh, Mufasa dies. In Lion yeah. Man. No, because I remember watching this film as a kid and just yeah, my cousins were super hyped to watch it. Super geeked. And I remember, yeah, this scene... This is how I feel suppressed on this podcast. <laughs> That's a... If you had any, if you had any visual to give of how I feel in this podcast, this is that's, that's me. That's literally me. This podcast. That's me having to listen to Noel do a Japanese accent for four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's Alina no, the- getting getting ready to cut me open and like let <laughs> set me free. Run, run, dude. Yeah, I remember feeling this shit is like this movie was so visceral and brutal, and my cousins were just egging it on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck that freak, yeah, <laughs> yeah, good, he's gross, yucky, throw more tomatoes at him. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, everyone yeah. walking out of the theater. Oh man, what a great film! I love when they took that fucking ugly little bastard and they just tied him up and shoved him full of fruit yeah, and vegetables. Oh, I'm yeah, here's the moral of the story, sweetheart. If you're different, you're going to get left behind. <laughs> Fit into the crowd and bully anybody who's different from you. All the ugly kids in the audience are like, what? They fucking tie up all the ugly kids and all the fat little porkers in the audience. Start throwing, start throwing popcorns and milk duds at them and shit. He's just like Quasimodo, kill him! That'd be fucking intense. I wonder if anything like that happened in any of the theaters. Oh yeah, where they just got all riled up. There's like a the theater full of normal children. There's like one little porker in the middle and he's like he's kind of glancing left and right because he can like, feel uh, everybody looking at him they're uh, like we're gonna we're gonna get that little motherfucker uh, <laughs> to him. 
That would be awesome, dude. That'd be fucking crazy. Bro, a every local time. Boy gets, a local boy gets terrorized in the Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, screening this weekend. Dude, while he's sitting in the theater, every time like the animation like lights up, like it's a bright screen, he just looks to his left and the whole row in the theater is just oh, looking just at him. Like, look di- right at him. And it's, yeah. flashing to, it's flashing. It's like one of those bright scenes where you can see the whole theater and then it goes yeah. dark for a second. <laughs> it, it, fl- it flashes open again and they're like a little closer. He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, I had a question for you. Oh, go ahead. I, I did have a question. If if Netflix approached you to do an untold story, would you do it? Because I see they're giving it to anybody. They're doing it. They're giving it to Jake Paul right now, and he's naked on the cover of it. He looks like a fucking. It's I, I don't know why does he have to be naked. I don't get. I guess it's because it's like he's so bare. Yeah. Look how open he is, but it look just makes him look like he is. Would you do an untold Netflix thing? This is how I got here. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, I did, and I'd make up the whole thing. I just lie. <laughs> How would you back? I'm pretty sure they like look for proof and stuff and like photos. Would you just Photoshop? Would you manipulate it? Yeah, yeah. I'd take all of my available resources and I would con them into a story that never <laughs> happened. I'd hire actors. I would, you know, the whole yeah. nine. The yeah, whole like nine. That. You know what I like about that too is that you're definitely getting sued at the, at the end of this. They're definitely going to be like, okay, well. Uh, we're suing you for lying and just like basically fucking over our platform. And then I just and then I uh, do a YouTube video like how I fooled Netflix. Yeah, how I fucked over Greg Netflix. Yeah, Greg Netflix is he's in, he's in his house. He's like, ooh, that Noel Miller. Yeah. God damn that Noel Miller. Yeah. And then uh, and then you know I laugh all the way to the bank when I run up my GoFundMe for my legal fund and then I win. <laughs> Big time, easiest win. Of any court case ever in history. Slam dunk. Yeah. In fact, like, Netflix owes me money for pain and suffering. Yeah. He's like, I saw the video of Hunter and Noel doing a price match uh, for various objects, and I don't think he would do something like this. Innocent! And then he yells that. <laughs> it's a great video, by the way. I rewatched that one. Oh, you liked it? I love that video. I, t- I texted you. I, te- I texted you about almost everything you do and say that I like. Everything no, I know. I, I really appreciate it because uh, I cannot, I can't even, I can't watch myself these days. So it's, it's nice when. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be weird if anybody could though, right? I don't yeah. like anything. I, I don't, I don't rewatch anything I make, but I, I, I be sure every time, especially if I'm good friends with somebody, I always check out what they're doing, new stuff. And even if it's like uh, weird, like, you know, if it's anything like uh, not, why are you laughing, dude? Why the fuck? I, are you oh, I, I thought this is way, your way of fucking uh, calling me out for not watching my friend's stuff. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't. What, what am I supposed to do? I'm not. It's not like it's like something where it's like, okay, well, that's yours. Now you have to watch mine. <laughs> it's not that. I'm just legitimately curious about what my uh, friends are doing. Like, I, I'll I'll message uh, me and Philion talk. Philion, you know Philion? Yeah, yeah, the boy. Philion's a really fucking good guy, but he just like updated his whole. YouTube and like how he even does like thumbnails and everything and it's a fucking nice. slam dunk. It's amazing. Nice. I love that yeah. man. Yeah. I uh yeah, it's, it's it's great seeing people try new things and shit. I like it. Even like you, you know, you try a bunch of new shit all the time too. Thanks, man. Even, I, at, at the same time, I know you have to hit the you have to hit your quota, you know? I get it. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a weird little dance you have to do. You know, it's funny mm-hmm. I I threw on these shallow depth of field lenses and I was dying laughing because I got a lot of comments equating it to a Zoom filter, and now I'm laughing at a generation of people thinking that 
uh, shallow depth of field is just a zoom filter. Like they watch a movie and they're like, why does it look like a zoom call? This is pretty cool. This is an indie movie. They must have filmed this on zoom. <laughs> this is just like Moonlight or Tangerine or whatever movie they filmed it with an iPhone. It's like that. <laughs> you watch Tangerine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it's it was awesome. Great. Yeah. That was awesome. It's, it's really good. So was Moonlight. Both of those are great. Yeah. 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 That was right when, that was like right when, uh, call me. That was like right when A24 started doing, uh, like they became like a reputable company, whatever. Because yeah. before that, they were, A24 is all propped up on like viral marketing and shit. Like, I don't know if you remember their first movie, movie was Spring Breakers. And that, oh. was all, that, was all, that was all about like not doing the traditional marketing for movies. It was all about like getting online hype for stuff and like <clears throat> memeable moments. Mm. And they kind of did that through the trajectory of like the first couple, one of their films. But as soon as they did like Moonlight and Tangerine, you really saw like the the trajectory of like oh wait no now they're just making like really good films and shit. That's interesting. Um, I did not know that about them with Spring Breakers. Yeah, like especially the uh, a lot of their films even to today it kind of reflects, but a lot of it's like uh, they kind of had like early on they did the like I said the viral marketing with Spring Breakers and stuff, but then it was all very like neon. So you saw like a lot of like pinks and blues and a lot of their color and like in a lot of their movies and stuff. Which you see that even still in like Moonlight and stuff like that as well, yeah. but that became like a kind of like their their look and everything. But obviously they've branched away and now they're like obviously making you know I mean everything everywhere at once got like the most awards yeah. out of the Oscar. So it's just interesting. But yeah, that was like their big thing was like sexy new wave kind of like you know director first all of their creative vision and stuff. So. Yeah. Did um did. Franco direct Spring Breakers? No, uh, no, he just did a riff raff impression that was memeable. Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie even was it was definitely felt a twenty four ish. You know, well, it kind of introduced the theme too that they started doing, where it was like <clears throat> that had like all the Disney girls in it. It's like Vanessa yeah. Hutchins, and it was like, oh, but now they're doing blow and they're sucking cock yeah. and they look sexy and they're you know they're <laughs> sexualized now, whatever. So it was. They started that thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna. I think that's actually what was in the pitch deck. I think that was the pitch deck. They that said, literally was in think the, the pitch Disney deck. girls. That was in the pitch deck. It was doing blow. It was this. We're going to take these actors cock. who are known for this thing, and we're going to uh, completely flip the role, and we're going to show that. That was the same thing with like this. Uh, the Safdie brothers with Good Time. They took yeah. Robert Pattinson, and like people were like, oh wait, this dude can actually act. And you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you have yeah. you have so many of those role reversals. Even Adam Sandler, which I know he did like Punch Drunk Love back in the day, but I think no, not a lot of people. I don't think know Punch Drunk Love like they know Uncut Gems or whatever. So that no. became like a trajectory too of like taking actors who are known for this thing, but then having them do the opposite or role reversals kind of stuff. Yeah, pretty interesting. It's which is fun because they can, uh, if someone ever wants to, you know, really shake up their career, that's where they can do it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Especially with like an A24 film where they're so cheaply produced, which that isn't a negative. It's just like, there's not, it's not like there's tons and tons and tons of risk. Like you're not going to see a $400 million. You, you won't see a movie yeah. that you won't see a movie that's spending half a billion dollars trying to do any risk at all. They're going to do the safest bet. So that's why a 24 films also, uh, I feel like they stand out so much because they're just so drastically different and stuff. And yeah. And what's weird too, is they produce a lot of films. Like you might, you've, you, you probably haven't seen every a 24. They put, they put out more films than like normal, like 
large, huge studios do, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, they they're very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lean, like they can just kind of keep churning it out, which is well, they're just good about they're, they're good about cultivating talent and like being like, yeah, hey, we should just you want to make a fucking movie? We'll give you X amount of money because their their model at first was a lot like other studios or basically they they weren't a they were just a distributor so they would buy the rights to a movie that was already made but yeah. but now they're getting into the spot where they're completely making movies and distributing it and all that stuff too whatever no one cares about this stupid shit who gives a fuck dude <laughs> noel when are you going to get your a24 film if you had an a24 film what would it be called um how i conned netflix um Nah, I don't know, man. You want to call, call yours? Yours would be sleek. It'd be nice and clean. It'd be minimalist. I'd call it gold, gold chain. What would it be about? It'd be about a, a guy who's obsessed with... It's like a upper class guy who's obsessed with F1. And his whole thing is he like wants to break in, but he doesn't have the talent. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. But the whole right. thing is you going completely psycho. Like I said, the, the, I'm trying to make this tailored to you. So you have like a fucking crazed manic thing where you're just like, I, I can do it. And your wife's just like, I mean, like why like why would you want to do this and you're like i'm gonna get on so you like go and you fucking like strangle one of the drivers on the track and you like dress up and you have the helmet on so they can't tell because you're kind of like probably the same height as a lot of the drivers or whatever so they don't even know so you get in the car and you just and 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 also as attractive and also as attractive and wealthy and everything yes definitely so the but the whole thing is that the climax of the movie or the big thing would be that you cause the worst wreck an F1 and it kills the most people and does the most amount of damage, whatever. So you do you, because the whole factor of the movie is your want in the movie is to get a legacy or build a name in the F1. And you do end up doing that at the price of killing everybody. So you kind of like, you have like people call it like the Miller incident or the Noel incident. So you become, it becomes a very infamous thing, like a negative thing that happened. Wouldn't that be, that'd be actually a pretty dope film. It would just get up in there. The American way, just kill everybody. You just, it's like a thing of building it up, whatever you're building trust. And maybe you even build trust with like another F1 racer, but you betray that trust later when he's like, you know what? Like you guys have a falling out where he's like, you'll never be a good racer. You know why? Because you're fucking weak in the mind, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you snap, you fucking, your character snaps and then you go and you're like, oh really? And you fucking strangle him and you take his identity. It's kind of like a black swan moment. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. Or I'll do a story about uh, a guy from Kansas City. Oh, I like this. Go ahead. Who just loves comedy. Is just a <laughs> massive fan of comedy. He's sitting in his and you know in his his humble home mm. and for years he's just consuming media and media and media. Yeah. And he gets up one day and he's like, "I can do this." So he goes to the local theater and he says, "Uh, I'd like to audition to put on a show." And they say, "Okay, let's see it." Uh, be here tomorrow at 12. He goes, "Okay." So you see him, he's getting all dressed up. Mm. He's getting ready for his big moment, and he walks out on stage. And he's got his hair slicked back. Mm. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a big guy. Big guy. He's, he's, he's huge. Standing out there. Casting a shadow. So big. And you notice he's barefoot. Uh-oh. And, and the camera starts to travel up, and you see him in some sumo. Mm. And it gets to the top of his head, and he's got the sumo bun. He's got his hair in a sumo bun. Yeah. And he goes, hi, my name's Hunter, and I'm going to be doing a scene from the Japanese Triumph, um, a, a piece written by me. Thank you. One-man show. 
takes a step back, big breath, <laughs> and he just proceeds to act out in perfect, perfect Japanese. A Japanese sumo wrestler struggling mm. because his wife doesn't believe in his dream. Mm-hmm. And he's desperately trying to convince her that it's going to work someday. It will. And he's, he's trying to show the power and the depth of his performance capability. And it's a film about how cancel culture mm. will not allow this guy to succeed yeah. in the way that he is capable of doing if just someone could believe in him. Yeah, where's the belief? Where's the faith? What, 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 it's a, what, it's a, what would the film it, be called? It's a film of um, restoration. Restoration? Come on, yeah. dude. All right. Well, all right. I'm down. Okay. Restoration. All right. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that's the best one for a sumo movie. No, but it's going to be, it's going to be your face split down the middle. Yeah. In, in half sumo presentation, half Kansas City presentation. All right, all right, restoration's not good. Restoration, uh, yeah, how do we draw people into this? Um, it'll be called Fight Back. Fight Back's pretty good. It does sound like a, uh, it sounds like a, like a knockoff of like Pitch Perfect to me. I don't know why. Like it sounds like that, that sounds like a musical to me. Fight Back. Because I was going to say yeah. Stomp, but Stomp's also a musical. Yeah, no, no, you can't, you can't, you can't take, and you can't take away from Stomp the Yard either, you know? Yeah, true, true, but, true, true. But I think Fight Back, and it, it's just, it's just, this man from Kansas City Fight back. Go, going around from comedy club to comedy club where everyone's I, booing him. Who am I fighting back? You're fighting, you're fighting back against... <laughs> Sounds like easy ride. I mean, I got the show really easily in the movie. All I had to do is ask, hey, can I do this? Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no. No, your show is massively offensive and no one will book you. Oh, yeah. okay. So you're saying that... That it's one lucky one one lucky man sees the vision that I have, yeah, and he gives yeah. me a chance, yeah, and and you, and he tries to take you on a on a on a na- national tour where you just go from club to club, trying to prove to everyone that you got a good show. Yeah, that this thing just because it's a little rougher on the edges, it's still a dynamite. So why don't we, what what if it's like last last call or like yeah, last call's good, tough bet. So, so something about yeah. like like somebody's giving me a shot. One chance. Yeah. One chance yeah. could work. Yeah. Eight Mile. We could just call the movie Eight Mile. Because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of... It's, it's yeah, similar to... I don't think Marshall Mathers will really care if we use Eight Mile as it. No. Eight Mile is the story of a, of a man from Kansas City trying to convince everyone that My, he's doing um, a, a racially sensitive Japanese... But uh, you said... Fashion. But to be fair, you also said that I do it perfectly. So I'm speaking fluent Japanese. I mean, it can't be that yeah. offensive. Yeah, no, it's like, you know, it's, it's in the vein of, uh, you know. And I thought, that, uh, I thought you were going to go with this angle, where it's me doing a horrible, horrible Japanese accent, like much that you do, and it's that. But see, the thing is that it's wrong, but the crowds that I'm playing to in the Midwest are so ignorant as well that it's so successful. They think it's right. Exactly. Right. So it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a tale of like triumph, triumph through uh, humiliation in a way. Like, yeah. I, my character doesn't learn. I thought that's what you're yeah. doing. If I know fluent Japanese, first off, if I know fluent Japanese, that's a big upgrade for me, because I don't know fluent Japanese. So for this film, I have to learn fluent Japanese, which I'm fine doing, or the actor portraying me, I'm guessing is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's say let's see this then. Let's say, at the box office, if you guys had to choose between uh, Fight Back 
or Gold Chain? Which one would you go see? <laughs> I think they're probably seeing Gold Chain, man. I'm I'm striking out today. I'm I'm not feeling the funny today. I'm just not. I think you're always funny, dude. Oh, thanks, brother. Yeah. What's what's uh, going on, dude? Open up. What's up? Uh no, that's for you. You're the one who cries on this show. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I do a little I do like a little Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's more of a snore. Me, 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 me. Yeah, never mind. It doesn't. Yeah, that is that is more of a snore. What's your day been going on, dude? You've been you had a long day. What's going on? What the fuck's going <sighs> yeah, on? Yeah, dude. You know, man, I'm just I'm just a little beat. You know, it was a lot of a lot of filming last week since I got home. It's just been pretty nonstop. When do you you leave you know? though? Don't you this week too? So you're like also prepping to fucking travel. So it's a it's a lot on your yeah. plate right now. Yeah, I got I got a little trip to Toronto. I got to make. Yeah, going back. Going back to technically the motherland. That's true. You know? It's where you came out of your mom's uh, loose pussy. <laughs> it opened up. That's just natural. How do you know, man? You're just making assumptions over here. <laughs> came out of her asshole? I, where, did, where did you I, come from? I don't know where you I came from. Came I could have oh! came out the, the stomach. Could have came out the belly. That's true. You don't, you're too tiny, though. You don't seem like a C-section baby. You don't think so? Were you a C-section baby? I don't know. Did they take the fucking ceremonial knife and just stab her stomach and rip her open? <laughs> If I was a doctor, that's how I would do it. It has to come from your belly. Just like be, be careful. I just stab the fucking. It's like the. It's like the sword in Mulan. The the guy, you know, that's that's that that curved blade, whatever. It's like that. I just stab right into the fucking belly. Right. We have to right. save this child. Yeah. 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 No, I think I. Yeah, I think I. I came out from the, from the C-section. Like, what's it called in the military? Where they, you know, like little prairie dogging. No, no, no. When um, <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Uh, that is uh, prairie dogging. I think. Uh, it pra- prairie dogging. Uh, uh, pra- yeah. <laughs> yeah, prairie dogging for four hundred, please. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, so are, uh, are, are you? Are uh, you go- lay, laying cable? Is that what? It- nah. Um, laying cable sounds good too, though. So what are you? How long are you? Uh, how long are you in Toronto? I for? take. I take a red eye. Then, uh, good old good old Cody and I will go do a panel at a conference Ooh. and i fly home the next day god damn that is a quick flight that's a that's, yeah. a that's a quick trip holy shit yeah you're gonna be exhausted yeah it's gonna be brutal what is a red eye like is red eye is that when it's like between what hours justifies a red eye is it midnight to somewhere else or? i think it's midnight yeah midnight i, th- I think 11 30 might qualify is that the latest that a plane will fly uh, something close to that, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've had a, a couple red eyes before. I believe. I believe I've had flights at midnight. A little tech conference, yeah. nice deal. You get to go up and do a nice little chat, little shit chat, little shit chat. I'd love to speak at a conference, dude. Not like a meet what? and greet, but I'd love to go to an industry conference and talk. Bro, how was VidCon? It's terrible. <laughs> I really you know, and the thing too is I want to say I said this in the last episode that we just put out and I want to say that the meet and greet was awesome everybody I met was phenomenal every creator I met was phenomenal I also got to meet Zach for the first time I was like trying to figure out where the fuck I was supposed to go so I think I think I came off kind of rude but it was me just trying to be like uh, I don't know but I got to uh, meet Zach for the first time and that was nice I was trying not to fanboy but Zachy P, Zachy P, Zachy P, the the man himself, the the myth, the legend. Nice. Um, nice. He was at the Snapchat booth, and I got to see him there. 
Uh, it was like a Snapchat party thing. I don't know. It's all these companies throw like the fucking dumbest like little events that are just like so. Ugh, I just don't know, man. I just can't do that shit very well. I also don't handle creator culture. Like you see the amount of creators that are in the world and you're like, this is a crime. Like it makes you want to step away. Like just be like, I don't like the, the kind of like attention that companies give us is so unjustified and so like unworthy it just makes me sick to my fucking stomach which also i was the worst person dressed everybody dressed like they were at the fuck like the hippest fucking thing which also yeah. that's probably just people dressing nice in general just being like oh i'm going out because you dress really nice too even when you're like oh. casually dressed you have like it looks nice thanks man. i had fucking cat and dog hair all over my shit like fucking <laughs> basketball shorts from amazon walking around in, like, yeah dude flip-flops. you rock you rock the fucking basketball shorts heavy I just well, I want to be comfy, and I'm a big fat piece of shit. So it's the easiest way for me just to be comfy. <laughs> no one said that. No one said that. But the uh, but that was all fine. The biggest thing I didn't like was just just the atmosphere of it all, like the charades of it all, like the sure. the grandiose thing of nothing of people who don't deserve any of this, no praise or anything at all. These people are worthless. I'm worthless. Everybody there is just a pathetic worthless piece of shit and everybody who's visiting that convention deserves so much more with their time and money and effort that it just made me sad that being said i also had a cab ride or an uber ride and this guy was trying not to fall asleep and he kept hitting his arm he kept he, he, <laughs> your driver he, yes but the thing was and i swear to god no this is not an exaggeration he hit his arm he'd do slap his fucking arm really hard and he would and he would do he'd suck his teeth and he'd rub his head and he'd be sweeping and then he burped 47 times. Nah. Not loud, like, but he'd be like, it's like a, it was like acid reflux. Like, I thought he was going to throw up. It's like that kind of burp where you're like, like, 47 times. I, I counted it. You can ask my editor. We were in the Uber together and I was like, do you hear him burping? He's like, yeah. And he would do 47 times, which granted, to be fair, I was in the car for an hour and a half because I had to travel seven miles in LA, you know? So that was fun. Uh, but yeah, I thought that I was going to die because he kept swerving on the road and I was, you know, I was like, I'm going to die in a fucking Honda Accord. Like, how how, how are you in that situation when, uh, yeah, you know, did you did you feel compelled to say anything or did you just sit there and clutch your pearls and just hope, dear God, get us there? Um, Kind of just get us there. I mean, like, it's like, it's, I think it's that, it's like a thing, which I don't, I always say it's a Midwest thing. It's like, you don't want to be an inconvenience at all. I think that's just a human thing. People don't like confrontation. I just, uh. I think that is I think that is a Midwest that Midwest polite. It's just the whole that, thing. Like I remember when I'm. It, it's the thing with two where it's like people open and close. Like people open doors for each other and people say yes, like thank you or yes ma'am, yes sir. Just like weird old timey polite shit. I find it's like embedded yeah. into my brain. Yes ma'am, thank yeah. you, thank you, appreciate you. That kind of thing, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, so, so this whole thing was just like I'm not about to be a guy who's just like, dude, buddy, drop me the fuck off. You know, like, you know, like, hey, I feel like I'm going to die. I, I wouldn't say that. I would just kind of just casually go into the night if I was to die that way. Yeah. Alina and I had a, we kind of, we kind of suffer from that. Um, and sometimes I wish I wasn't that way. When we were in Houston, we were in an Uber to the airport and this guy was a dude. He would just like jerk the wheel every couple seconds. Uh, it's like if the wind caught his car, he'd just freak out and kind of, wiggle it and <laughs> i was just in there like i wish i had some type of confidence to be like hey man stop it you know yeah 
it's always huh? it's like it's it's weird too because like i'm in their car they're driving me around i'm like i'm like hoping that i'm safe in their car with them you know yeah so it's yeah. like in a way i don't want to make this like maybe some fucking mentally unhinged man just like freak out desert the wheel yeah. and dive in the backseat of the car on the la freeway and fucking start attacking yep. me and we all just go into a fiery inferno whatever so i don't <laughs> as know as it happens in la it does happen it does happen in la Actually, dude, that is the one thing that's so funny to me about L.A. is the sheer amount of um, times I've driven past someone with the hood of their car open and, like, just fire emitting from the battery, and they're just, like, whacking it with their shirt. Yeah. And the whole freeway is just fucking just prowling by yeah, they don't, 20 miles an hour. Yeah, they don't really just, give a shit. Uh, they're like, okay, bye. I can't stop. Good luck, I, brother. Yeah, I, I have, I've been in uh, traffic for four hours. I can't stop <laughs> now. I'm going to Pink's Hot Dogs. Yeah. Move. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I love it. it's such a great spot. Yeah, I've been in the city for a while. I'm a, I'm I'm, a, I'm an LA native by this point. <laughs> you know, it's hard to make friends. Um, but you know, you, you you find your way. You'll find your way. It'll be fine. Don't worry. I'm I'm liking it. I found uh, I found a bar in Burbank. They allow cats and board games. So <laughs> that's that's been pretty cool. That's been kind of my jam. Uh, the city's been a little bit more expensive, so I moved all the way out to uh, Riverside. But you know, I work in West Hollywood, and it's okay. The drive's only like four hours a day. It's like it's easy. And that's just there. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. It makes it easy. People complain about the drive. I don't really understand. You know, you just throw on a podcaster or two or four or six, and uh, you know, you're just there and back. <laughs> yeah. You watch a, a season of your favorite show to work, and then another season, or you rewatch the season, <laughs> so you remember what happened on the way back home, which is really fun. Yeah, that shit is so funny to me about corporate jobs. But when people just gaslight themselves into liking it, they're like, "No, no, this is good." These are the no, I like. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I think it's like. Am I just going to be hopeless, or am I just going to try to make the best of a you know the situation? My wife, yeah. my wife would freak the fuck out driving home from Nike when we lived in uh, Portland because it was in Beaverton, which is like a, a town over. Yeah, but the traffic was so bad that she'd yeah. be like, because the worst thing is what the worst thing you can do if you are a person commuting to work is, and I fell into this trap too, is you start calculating how much of your day you're wasting sitting in traffic. Yep. So like yep. it's an hour here and an hour back. So really, I'm like you know I'm only blah blah blah. And you're doing all these like timetables. That that that's yep. how you actually fucking mentally cave in and destroy yourself. Yeah, yeah. Me and my buddies, we, <laughs> I uh, I like referred all my friends to come work with me at this call center, and we would carpool to work every morning, and <laughs> it was just so funny that like group misery we would experience we'd all just cr like climb into my honda civic and we'd just be like okay time to fucking just get bent by this uh you know by the fucking 405 today and we just be in there just quiet just, yeah yeah just the fucking most like no one says a fucking word everyone's just like yep. introspection looking out of the windows yep it's like almost it's yeah. always it looks like a fucking like it looks like a, a car full of people going to a funeral yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, it looks, it, or it looks like we all just signed up for like to go to Afghanistan or something, and we yeah. just we just thought about our decision. Yeah, you're just like, oh wait, that's probably not the best. Hmm. And I'm not saying a I'm not saying a call center is like going to Afghanistan. I'm saying I would say the that. dread. I'm going to say that going to employed at a call center is like fighting in <laughs> Afghanistan. I would say that's the same <laughs> mental level of fucking. Uh, no, dude, I would say doing stand up comedy is probably the same as being a Green Beret. <laughs> yeah. 
I would say I think it holds I, the same I, honor. Being a stand-up comedy and getting to travel the world and do that for a living is the same as being a shell-shocked veteran who served seven yeah. years in the service. Yeah, I honestly think it's a, a, on par with at least anyone that's been awarded medals due to combat. You know, I think uh, you you know you just kind of you're kind of standing up to the same beast. You're standing up to the same demon. The same, it's just that the same tyranny. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's the same right. mental hurdle. Uh oh! Do you hear those? Do you hear those del- those dinner bells ringing, Noel? Ding a ling a ling a ling. What's that? Ding a ling a ling a ling. What's that? I think it's about time uh, for us to say goodbye to our, our our lovely listeners and say and and head off to the to the dinner bells. Yeah, unfortunately, it is. Sadly, it's a tight schedule. Yeah, uh, you know, we got to make sure that we're we're fucking getting fed up. And we're 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 hitting our, our our jobs, but god damn it if it wasn't lovely sitting down and chatting with not only you but our lovely, lovely audience. Yeah. Everybody, uh thanks for tuning in, you know. Um Hunter, as always, you're hilarious, man. Um folks, we got so we're cooking up some good ideas for the show. We're very excited. That in person episode was fucking awesome. And yeah, uh, I saw people saying that they liked the set too. I thought the curtains are great. It's so simple yeah, but yeah. so elegant. I do think I want to get a gold suit. If we keep going with that color, I'm going to get a nice oh, gold. Yeah. I'm going to get a yeah, nice man. gold suit with a white lapel. It'll be very, very, very tasteful. <laughs> let's match. Dude, let's match. What, let's look like, what is that fucking, what was that old Love Island type TV show where they brought the contestants in on an airplane and they had that little person with another guy um, and they'd be in those white suits? I don't know. I, don't, I have never, I've never, I've never heard of that. It sounds like a sex tape in my dad's closet is what it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get. You know what we should do too? If we do do, do the do the curtains thing, is we gotta get get rid of the other mics. We gotta get that nice Bob Barker, the Bob Barker yep. mic from Prices Right, yep. where, it's, where it's skinny and long, and he holds it really yep. far down. And it's it's like very 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 long. I want to get a Bob Barker mic. Um, Ovi, make that happen. Bob Barker mic. Look into it. Hold on, I'm looking up real quick this reference. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. There's a little per what? Yeah. It's like this little guy uh, as a little person. It's a, it's, it's a little guy as a little person. Wait, this is fucking... New. Oh, no, 1978. Okay, so they redid it yeah, in 2021. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, look at oh, this. Man. Yeah, that's... that's oh, that's dude! <laughs> <laughs> I do like I look like the little guy. I like that. You're, you're the other guy. So that guy to the left, actually, he's awesome. I, I forgot who... I forgot what his the actor's name is, but that... Guy to the left is awesome. He was in Naked Gun, but he was also the grandpa in Spy Kids, and he mm. fucking rules. He's really, really funny in uh, Naked Gun, though. I love that actor. Well, th- this would be us, dude. I like it. I right. like it. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you very soon. Bye.